for a couple of years, uh, more than 20 years ago now, I went to college in Cork, in UCC. And uh, there's a lovely church there just off Patrick Street uh, called Peter and Paul's lovely, lovely old looking church. And uh, it was a nice place to pop in for a bit of prayer uh, when I was in town shopping for overpriced runners. Um, so I pop in there. And I remember one occasion coming out of the church there and uh, if anyone who's familiar with Cork, uh, when you come out of Peter and Paul's church, you're very near, there's kind of a, a congregating area for people outside uh, St. Paul's shopping center there, uh, or the entrance of St. Paul's car park. So there's, you know, I often have a lot of young people gathering there. It's, it's near a lot of pubs and clubs and things. So it's a kind of a popular area for young people. And invariably, many of them have green hair or blue hair uh, or no hair, or, you know, all these various different uh, exotic styles that are out there. And I remember coming out of the church, and I think it was more of a temptation than anything, but just to kind of, to come out of the church and, and look over and go, or maybe even just kind of asking myself the question, am I better than them? <laughs> you know, I've just come out of a church, they have blue hair. Uh, you know, so obviously we know what they're up to, you know, and piercings all over the place, whatever. And it's entirely judgmental, right? Uh, so I come out, come out of the church, and as, as, as I say, it was more a temptation than anything to kind of ask myself just to, to feel just that little bit better, that little bit more justified. Am I better than them? Uh, there was another occasion where uh, I was uh, walking on the street there, and there was, there was uh, this is years later, uh, still in Cork though, and there was a guy, a homeless guy sitting on the street and begging. So I went over to him and I asked him his name. And he said, my name is 13. And I said, that's, that's wonderful. They should, they should bring back more names like that. I think, yes, very good. So 13. And he said, yeah, it's, just, it's, it's an unlucky number because that's been my life. And he just told a couple of you know, episodes, sad episodes from his life. And so often you can be uh, walking down the street, doing your shopping, carrying your bags from Zara and the body shop, uh, not me now. Uh, and you look over and you see someone like that. And there could even just be this like the beginnings of a temptation, right? You know, am I better than them? Did they just waste everything? I mean, did they get there because they wasted their lives or whatever? So I think th this, this gospel is very interesting uh, when we think of how we subconsciously compare ourselves to other people. A more difficult one was when we would have been involved in, in very, the various pro-life marches up in Dublin, you know? And uh, when we'd get to O'Connell Street, so near the, 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 the spire there, that would invariably be where a lot of pro-choice uh, demonstrators would gather, effectively to heckle. I don't think we can call it anything else. So as you're walking past, you know, for life, and there were children and everything present, there's all sorts of obscenities being shouted at you. And again, this, this thought can just begin to kind of surge up in your heart, you know? Am I better than them? I'm, I'm trying to fight for life here. They're effectively advocating for, for death. So am I better? It's so, so, so dangerous for us who practice, for, for, for us Catholics, or for, for those who are, I'm sure if you're, if you're watching Mass today, that means you're watching Mass on a a day that isn't a holy day of obligation or a Sunday, so you're probably people of faith. Uh, but to be, to be thinking like, am I better than someone else? It's, it's so dangerous because it's, it's bare-faced pride is what it is. We use our faith then to make ourselves feel better 
about ourselves. I am better than them because I pray, because I'm pro-life, because my hair isn't blue. Whatever it may be, you know, uh, just I, I'm better than them. I'm better than them. This was it's probably more of a problem 20, 30, 40 years ago when I suppose there was a certain amount of status associated with, with being Catholic in Ireland and going to Mass. And you'd be kind of talked about if you didn't go to Mass, you know. So that's not the case anymore. But that, that definitely was, was more of a problem back then. But even now in us, as the church becomes somewhat smaller, hopefully, hopefully more faithful, so smaller but more faithful, that temptation is going to be there, you know, that there are, there are fewer of us now, but we're much better than. We're much better than the traditionalists or the charismatics or the, or the people from the north side or the people from the south side or the people from across the border or the people from England or the people from the continent or the Americans, you know. There's always someone you can compare yourself to and, say, and begin to feel better than them. And that's just an absolute temptation to pride. It's very, very, very dangerous. Like, the, the, the gospel today, the way Jesus lays it out is so blatantly, dare I say, provocative, right? So, uh, two men went up to a temple to pray. One, a Pharisee, the other a tax collector. The Pharisee stood there and said his prayer to himself, I thank you, God. So he starts with a prayer of thanksgiving. I thank you, God, that I'm not grasping and unjust and adulterous like the rest of humanity. Right? And particularly that I'm not like this tax collector here. I fast twice a week. See, the man actually fasted twice a week. Imagine if you, if you were fasting on Wednesdays and Fridays. You think, I'm not doing too badly, really, am I? That's pretty good going, like, right? He fasts twice a week. I pay tithes and all I get. Right? So, pay tithes to the poor and pay tithes to the, to the temple. Uh, okay, so, like, that's not bad. That's not bad going. He's in the temple, he fasts twice a week, he pays his tithes, I'm sure he hasn't killed anyone, right? So he's not doing too badly by modern standards. And the other man is a tax collector. Again, he collects taxes for the Romans. He would have been despised. Chances are he was quite dishonest because it was easy to defraud people who couldn't read or write. All right, if they're illiterate, then you say, oh yes, there's a new taxation law here, which means they get an extra 14%. They don't know what you're talking about. So it's easy to, to fool people and steal from people who, who aren't educated. So the tax collector, who obviously would have been educated, chances are they were, they were dishonest. They were hated by the Jews. So this tax collector, who doesn't fast, who doesn't pay tithes, and we don't know how often he went to the temple, but maybe not very often, he stands way back at the back, doesn't even dare to raise his eyes to heaven, beats his breast and says, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. This man, I tell you, went home at rights with God, and the other did not. It's, 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 it's really, really, the Lord is really, really clear on this, like, you know, the intention of heart, the intention of heart, the, this interior life, that we can look justified and we can look holy on the outside. That doesn't mean anything unless it's in here. And if I consider myself better than other people, now, I think we must explain. I'll finish that thought, then I'll come back. So if we consider ourselves better than, than other people, we're slipping into pride. That said, we can accept and should accept that, thank God, we have been blessed in our lives, right? So rather than saying, you know, uh, I have the Catholic faith, it's not that I'm better than other people, you know, any faith is important as long as you believe in whatever. That's not what we're saying either. We're blessed to know the truth. We're blessed to maybe have had families that passed on the faith to us or to have met people 
who were influential enough in our lives to, to, to help us to see the truth of the faith. So we're not saying that everything is relative either, you know, and it doesn't matter what faith you are as long as you're a good person. That's very much not what we're saying. Um, but we're, the point is that just because I have the Catholic faith doesn't make me better. It makes me maybe more blessed and more fortunate, I suppose, in, the, in, in modern terms, but more blessed, I think, is a better way of putting it. That we're more blessed that we know the Lord. Absolutely. It changed our lives. Everything, everything of everything about our lives is better because we know the Lord. Everything about our lives is better because we know Jesus. So we're absolutely uh, so, so grateful. But I think a great way of, of, of summarizing this uh, and, and, and living it in, in this expression that, that thank God we, we, you do hear on occasion when people see something tragic or, or they see someone who's after, after you know, falling off the wagon in, in their, their, their lifestyle or whatever it may be. And sometimes you hear people use this expression, which I, I think is absolute genius. I think it's fantastic. There go I, but for the grace of God. There go I, but for the grace of God. I did a bit of Googling there before. I don't seem, no one seems to really know the origin of that. It, it was attributed to different people, but wonderful expression regardless. There go I, but for the grace of God. So you see someone who's pro-choice, and they're militantly pro-choice. And you think, well, there go I, but for the grace of God. If I'd grown up in a family where there was, you know, where this was considered an option, and it was, I was just suggested all the time. Sure, look, if ever, and if ever you need it, if anything goes wrong, there's always abortion. You know, if, if that's the environment I grew up in, maybe I'd be that way too. If I grew up in a family where there wasn't faith, I wouldn't be standing here as a priest. You know, there go I, but for the grace of God. And it, it's, it's, it's a good expression. It's a very, I think, powerful expression because we're recognizing that we are where we are in this blessed position because of God because of him, because of the free gifts that he has given us, the free gift of grace. That's how we're here. So it, we're, not, we're not better. We're, as I say, maybe more blessed, absolutely. And, and therefore should be more grateful. But therefore always also are held to a higher standard. To whom much is given, much is expected. So when we see people who who have, are falling short of the mark, and there's no point saying like that everything and everything that everyone does is fine. It's not. But there go I, but for the grace of God. I pray for them. I, I hope that they, that they discover the freedom that only Jesus can give. I hope that they discover uh, peace, mercy, uh, authentic love. Like if they're in relationships that are just so superficial and empty, they think they're living, living the life, but you can see that they're getting hurt. They live in fear of, what will be said about them, their reputation, am I pregnant, whatever. So, there go I, but for the grace of God. Lord, thank you that, not, we're not going to pray a prayer like, thank you that I'm not grasping unjust and adulterous, but Lord, thank you that you've given me the gift of faith. Thank you that you have steered me clear of so many temptations and situations that would have ruined my life. Thank you for the family that you've given me, the faith that you've given me, the influential friends, people, holy family, the youth thousand, the Catholic church, my local parish, whatever it was. That, 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 that introduced me to you and, and formed me in this relationship with you. I thank you for that. And I, I pray for that, for that grace for everyone, that everyone would discover who you are and how you are and what they want, what you want of them, what you're calling them to, and the grace that you make available to them. But there go I, but for the grace of God, I'm not better than them. And if we have that attitude also at Mass, you know, 
and we come in and it's 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 a we would have learned it in school as, as as like the fear of God, right? It's kind of changed in modern terms to wonder and awe in God's presence. But there's 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 there's, there's, there's wisdom also in calling it the fear of God. Right? It doesn't mean that we're afraid of Him. That we shouldn't understand it that way, like that that He's somehow vicious or angry or capricious. Uh, it's not not that at all. But but when we approach God, <laughs> He's so great and so beyond us, and so incredible, and so almighty, and then there's you, <laughs> right? I think there's no harm at all in being a little, when we go to church, just to be so struck by the greatness of God and my littleness in comparison. And that's just the reality of the situation. Right now, he's want, he wants to lift us up, share his nature with us, fill us with his grace, absolutely. But you're still you, and he's God. So it's, it's not, I'm afraid of you, but Lord, I'm not worthy to receive you. Lord, I'm not worthy to be here, but, we always balance that then with the, but you make me worthy, but you forgive me my sins, but you are merciful. So we hold both together. I'm not worthy to be here, but you're merciful. Lord, I am nothing, but you lift me up. Lord, I have sinned, but you forgive me. Lord, who am I, but you died on the cross for me. So we kind of keep these two in tension. Uh, otherwise, we just come to Mass and it's my right. And I, dem I demand Holy Communion. I'll just go up and receive this Catholic cookie, whatever way I want. And, and then, then we've lost the sense of the sacred. There go I, but for the grace of God. Lord Jesus, have mercy on us in your kindness. In your compassion, blot out our offences. Wash us more and more from our guilt and cleanse us from our sin that we might recognise that every day we get to speak to and walk with a loving, merciful God. And Lord Jesus, may this recognition keep us humble today and always. Amen. <laughs>